Good day, folks. Uh, Jay Talks Influencers. And of course, welcome our host, Jay and Nick. Oh, you got the wah wah on your name this time. Oh, there you go. There you go. That's so, good stuff. I just want to do on? something different. Yeah, I know. You, you've you been doing good intros different for a while now. I'll, I'm digging it. Yeah. Well, and I wanted to do this when, you know, it was like I was thinking about it over this past week, and it's like, Jay talks. Well, what do we talk about? Why not put that as the show intro? Not a bad idea. You know, Jay talks dating. You know, here we go. Let's go. And so, yeah, just something different. You know, folks, let us know. If you like the new intro, you know, kind of give us some feedback. Or so. some suggestions. We always like suggestions. Yeah, suggestions. So, yep. in a way. So, how you doing, man? Doing good, man. Good day. I, I let my Twit card expire, so I had to go get a new one. Oh, good. Yeah. And when you let it expire, you have to make an appointment, and you got to go sit in the room. <laughs> That's what I did this afternoon. <laughs> I don't know if I should be like happy for you or like, yeah. Well, it took me out of work. Yeah, I know, but still, it the can be a little boring. Go ahead. I remember the first Twit card I got. I don't know how many years ago. Right. It, it took four and a half hours. Ouch. This time, maybe an hour. Oh, okay, it's not so bad. So I left work at like 2 o'clock thinking I would still be there, you know, right around 5, and I'd just go home. Right. Because I had to drive past the house to get to, oh, no, I was done at 3 o'clock. You had to go back to work. I had to go back to work. <laughs> I'm sure my boss wouldn't have cared. but you know. I, I know, but it's still, it's just the fact of the matter. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> so how's your day been going, brother? Uh, it's not been bad. It's been interesting for me, so, you know kind of one of those i didn't sleep well so but i'm trying to keep a good positive feed you know i'm kind of looking forward to this weekend i think that's my big thing so yeah me too i'm excited yeah you know get to hang out with abigail and elise again so that's always good times that's always fun yeah so anyway so let's let's get into this so i i kind of threw this at nick earlier today you know i've been brainstorming different things you know and I was thinking about this, and there's all these things um, that are influencers on our lives, people, events, um, right. you know, certain, you know, TikTok people, certain YouTube stars, whatever you want to call it. Yes. Your mom, they, your dad, but, your whatever, yeah. you know, somebody is always kind of, you know, somebody says something that really influences and makes an impact in your life. You know, previous work people, things like that. And so I wanted to talk about that and, you know, kind of maybe talk about some of the influences in our own lives. And then, you know, folks, you know, if you want, you know, Think about who your influences are, you know, and, and we're going to share a couple of ours, um, you know, and, and just kind of have fun with this, you know, but it, it's going to be a little serious, a little fun. I'm sure we're going to make some jokes, tell some fun stories. Yep, it, yep. It's, you know, but, uh, you know, we'll go from there. But um, so I'm going to let you go first, as, as always. You know, who's your who, who's the influence you want to talk about first? 
There's only one, the big man himself, Zig Ziglar. <laughs> okay. I'm telling you, there's nobody better that influenced my life on a positive way than Zig Ziglar. Okay. I mean, uh, you know, we're going to talk about the big, the people that actually do that for a living is when I first thought. Right. Other than your mother and father or, you know, a, a close uncle or, you know, things like that. Right. Big influencer, a positive motivator, a success motivator was Zig Ziglar. Interesting. I listened to him through my teens, 20s, all the way through all that as I went around the world in my career and, you know, skied all over the world and and got promoted up to being a show director. I mean, he was the one that motivated me to keep my head straight and keep my eye on the prize. Good for you. Yeah. He's amazing. Zig Ziglar. I think he's still alive, to be honest with you. But, yeah, he's pretty old. But amazing. Amazing. That's an interesting one. So I, I like that one. See, now the funny thing is, is you know, for me, it's really hard. Um, because, see, like when I was thinking about this, I don't know of anyone that's been in my life for the amount of time that you're talking about Zig Ziglar or anyone that I've followed for the amount of time that you're talking right. about. You know, so for me, it's been seasons of my life that there's been people that have been influencers, but no one that's been kind of, you know, lifetime or, or anything like that. You right. Know? So, and that's kind of, I, I, when I was thinking about that, it's just like, oh, that's, I don't know if that's sad or if that's good. Um, you know, both my parents, of course, have been influences for different reasons. Right. You know, so, and we could talk about those, but it, when you talk about outside of your parents, it gets challenging. Hey, I was going to start with all the outside and finish with my mother. Okay. And we can do that. Because Let's start with the it, outside. It, as far as with me, you know, being yeah. my age and now, she's still an influencer. Right. She still listens and she still makes great decisions and she still motivates, you know. Right. But Zig Ziglar, I listened to, you know, all his tapes. Right. And I would listen to other other um, success motivators and stuff like that in my 20s when I was going to college. And then, you know, I basically dropped out, went back into, the, I went into the skiing business and Zig Ziglar was the only one I carried with me. Cassette tapes. Okay. Way back, you know, and whenever I'd have a, you know, a down moment or I just wasn't, you know, I was up here just wasn't getting it, you know, and I was starting to get negative and lazy and I'd just pop one of his tapes in and literally I bought a cassette tape player that it would cycle. Right. You know, so you didn't have to stop the tape and turn it around and put it back in. It would just turn around and play, turn around and play all night long. And I'd listen to it when I slept. When I woke up the next morning, I was motivated. I was positive. Of course, I was still listening to it as I was getting ready. And that's the best time to get the motivation in your heart and in your head right. and in your mind, you know. So, yeah, I'd listen to Zig Ziglar through my whole life. I have. Good for you. That's an yeah. interesting one. Okay. So I will say, okay, of course, you know, when I was younger, you know, there were many pastors and different people that were influencers, but this one's going to cut you off guard. 
Um, go ahead and you know bring out a a, a tissue. <laughs> but oh, I'm issues. gonna yeah, yeah yeah I'm gonna tell you folks. Uh, he may not know this, but Nick's actually been an influencer in my life. Wow. So I, I'm going to tell a story. That. Okay. I'm going to tell All you right. a story and I'll tell you why. Okay. I remember 15, 18, 19 years ago. Okay. It, it was probably two or three years after you started. You know, we had become good friends at that point. Right. But I remember you had moved to the knock and I was still at the plant. And right. I was complaining that nobody took me seriously. Right. Okay. And you gave me one piece of advice that changed the important people's way they looked at me. It had nothing to do with the way who, because it, I didn't change who I was, but it changed the perception of how they looked at me. And it's really silly, folks. And that's why I didn't think about it, but it actually was effective. And so I just wanted to share this with you. And you may not remember, but I remember you told me, they were like, you, you told me, you said, when you come to work, how do you dress? How do you present yourself? How do you do things? So for me, I was already delivering great customer service. I was already cared about my customers, and I was constantly trying to do really great in IT. So that I had no doubt about. But how did right. I present myself? And I remember, you know, so for me, just to give you an idea, folks, wore jeans, and I had a shirt, and it was never tucked in, and I never wear a belt ever wore a belt i hated belts passionately and nick's like you know look you want people to take you seriously start tucking in your shirt start wearing a belt they're gonna look at you a little differently and then they're gonna take you more serious it's something simple i didn't have to change anything about the way i did things i was already doing them all right it has to do with the way you present yourself whether you're presenting yourself as just another joe or being a professional. Right. And so nobody had actually sat down and talked to me about it like that. And they, you know, they would be like, oh, you need to wear a belt. Okay, why? You know, but they couldn't tell me why. Yeah, yeah. yeah just you need to yeah. wear a belt. Uh, Tuck oh, your shirt in, you lazy ass. Yeah. It, it, okay, why? What is it? You know, and so that was, that was a, an interesting story. And it really did. It changed um, a lot of things because after that, I left the plant, moved on, you know, and, you know, moved up and eventually got promoted to supervisor. Faster than I moved up and got promoted faster <laughs> than I. <laughs> but, you know, but the point is, is, you know, you look at people who are positive influences in your life. Now, granted, there's some things you're negative influence too, you know, but you know, right. yeah, yeah you, you, you try to get me to drink every once in a while, even though you don't push the subject, you've tried to say, Hey, can you just have a drink and relax? You know, yeah. and it, but you're not trying to get me drunk. So that's the difference. You know, there are people yeah. out there that are like, Hey, you just need to get drunk. You'll feel better. And I'm like, no, 
No, Nick Nick just tries to get me to have a drink and relax. That's that's the difference. He's not really tr- being a negative, but you know, the point is is, you know, positive influence. And so I just wanted to say, you know, Nick is one of those guys. He's been really supportive even when I got promoted. Was really supportive. You know, he wasn't upset at me that I got promoted over him. He right. was he was happy for me. Was he upset at maybe management for passing over on him? Yeah, but it's he wasn't upset at me. He's not mad at me. He's happy. Not your fault. No. No sense in that. Yeah. And, you know, we were good friends, and, you know, you know, it, we talked all the time. So it's not like, you know, you would give me tips, and I would give you tips, and we'd talk, and it'd be like, you know, you know, we, we actually had some conversations and some things really – we both agreed on some things and they come to light and it was really interesting to see them kind of come to fruition with certain people that we've right. worked with. So I'll leave it at that. We won't mention names. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, it, it, I just wanted to say that and thank you. Um, you were actually one of the uh, influencers and it's just the way you talk to people, not necessarily you know, like everybody else. Put on a belt. Why? Because your pants are falling down. No, it's not. Because you need it's a belt. Fine. Yeah, I know. You need a belt. Why? You know? And see, the really interesting thing about that is 20, 30 years ago, that was a big deal. It was. You know, and nowadays, it doesn't matter. No, it really doesn't. Yeah. But you know what? It's still professional. It helps, but it doesn't matter. I mean, we have a senior director right now. That boy was overweight, saggy britches. They weren't ever the right size. Like, he wore the tennis shoes that he cut the lawn in to work. Yeah. I mean, that's how kind of plain old trashy he was. And this guy moved up the charts within two years. He was a director. Right. And one of the largest plants in the world, he was overseeing that. Still, untucking his shirt, you know, Wearing ratty jeans and nasty old tennis shoes, holy t-shirts, speedos. Going to meetings with, going to meetings with vice presidents and senior vice presidents dressed like that. I know. I Didn't know. you know? His knowledge alone, I guess, was over the top enough to where they overlooked that. Yes. And, you know, and these are guys that are our age and older, which have that, you know, dress for success. Yes. I went to success motivator. And I was trying to think of his name, and it was all about if you look good, you're gonna get respect, and you're gonna re- people are gonna respond to you. Right. You know, wear a thousand dollar suit thirty years ago. That was a lot of money, and my mother bought me a thousand dollar suit to go to this seminar. Oh, that's funny. Good for her. When I when I walked in about halfway through it, he said, "You want to know how to dress and look." successful and he pointed to me and made me stand up walk to the front of the room now i was in a room with multi-millionaires yeah that have made money from nothing yeah you know they didn't inherit it these guys work to the bone and here i stand making ten dollars an hour working for my mother with a thousand dollar suit on and he said this guy's going places now, little did he know <laughs> <laughs> you did go places man come on now <laughs> Uh, no, I'm just, but I'm I'm joking about it. But yeah, that was a big moment for me. Yeah. 
I was trying to look. I was trying to look up his name when you were talking, but I wanted to focus more on you than I was. You know, you're not talking about Tony the- Robbins or something like that. Well, yeah, yes, no. Tony Robbins was another one that I listened to. Mark Victor Hansen was another one. These are all old school people. Right. If I can find it, and and I know it's called his seminar was called Dress for Success. And I'll see if somebody else has taken it over, but I, 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 the, his name fade me. And this guy was amazing. I mean, the things he talked about in that three-hour seminar, and it was it wasn't a cheap seminar. It was like twenty five hundred dollars for the three hours. Right. Right. Yeah. So. So I had to work all that off for my mother for the next three years. Oh yeah, exactly <laughs> right, exactly. But it was it was it was awesome, it was awesome. To give you a perfect example, too. I'm driving a little Nissan pickup truck with this suit on. And I'm driving down 610 in Houston going to the Galleria because that's where the deal was. A lady pulls up to me in a Jaguar. And she starts flipping her hair and waving and pointing and going woo like that and then drove off. That kind of shit doesn't happen to me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She yeah. was in a Jaguar. This lady was dressed to the nines. She was beautiful. Right. She was, I mean, just because I had a suit on. Yeah, I know. Maybe it wasn't necessarily the suit, but it was how I was carrying myself, even driving the car. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe it was the way my mother did that and got me looking like I'm a millionaire. Right. And I walked in that room. Boy, did it feel good. Yeah, good for you. Really did feel good. Right. Uh, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. So, okay. So since I picked you, let's talk about work influencers. We'll move on to other influencers, but let's, let's talk about work influence. Have you had okay. anyone at work that's really been a huge influence, positive, not negative, but we will talk about negative. Yes, we will definitely talk about there. negative, but positive yeah. influencer in the current work environment. See, okay, so a positive influencer for me as far as work being at this company for 20 years. This is I'm running I'm going on my 20 year right now. Right. And that was Carl. Yeah. Carl was patient, he was a motivator. You know, he didn't look down on you. He didn't talk down to you. We were doing, you know, I got caught doing something I shouldn't have done. And Carl asked me about it and I admitted it. And he says, well, you know, thank you for admitting it. You're a stand up guy. I know you're working hard. I know you're doing a great job. You know, you look good on paper. You look good to the customers. You're doing a fantastic job. Please let's just not do that anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's the way he was. He was like, I know you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. And let me tell the story. I'll tell it real quick. Go ahead. You and me and Corey and, and Jeff and Jeff were playing online Star Wars. Galaxies. And I couldn't, huh? Galaxies. Galaxies. I couldn't keep up with y'all. <laughs> so I had a desktop and a laptop. And back then, we still had modems because there weren't air cards and there weren't gobies and there weren't uh, hot spots and, you know. Yeah, exactly. It, we didn't have all that yet. We had modems where plug a phone line into your laptop and you dial into the system. So I installed Star Wars Galaxies on my laptop 
and I'd come into work in the morning, I'd set it off to the side, I'd plug it into there, and I would log into my NetLink account so that I had internet access other than work, and I would start my character, and she would do macros all day long to get my to build up my stuff so that I could keep up with the guys. You heard and that I don't right, know what folks. Happened. He said she. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I created a female character. I'm just teasing you, man. That's a whole nother podcast, <laughs> Yeah, by I the know, way. right, exactly. Go ahead. You would not believe what I learned being a female online. <laughs> and not the bad part, the sexual part of that. The way people respond to you and respect, and respect you just because you're a female. Now, I built her, and of course, she was, you know, Playboy Centerfold Beautiful, right? Yeah. But the way people respond to you I know. is not, if I was, you know, if I made a character that looked just like me, these people would step on me as they're going to wherever. When they saw her, they'd stop and just give her things. Yes. Men and women. Yeah. They'd stop and talk. What are you doing? What, you know, yeah. what do you need help with? I mean, they were more helpful than anything else because... It was a beautiful woman. Yes. You know, so. And, and yeah, women so are going to help doing. out other women, but, you know, the whole. <laughs> exactly. And men will do anything for a nice set of boots. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. So, yeah. So <laughs> it turned out, turned out really well. However, I just, I wasn't as good of a gamer as Jay and the other guys, and I couldn't keep up. So that was my way of kind of keeping up. So I'd set the laptop up, start the macros, and walk away and do my job for eight hours. And then take the laptop, shut it down, unplug it, and take it home. And then when I'd log into my desktop that night to play Star Wars, my character was left, was beefed up or whatever. And then yeah. I could do what I needed to do. Yes. Yeah. So Carl found out that I was doing that. And he asked me, he goes, are you playing online games? I said, yes. He said, are you serious? Because we were in his truck going to lunch. Yes. He said, are you serious? And I told him the story. I'm logging in with the laptop on the side. Yes, it has the software on there. And he's like, wow. He said, because I can see your, your, your paperwork, your ticket count, and the things that we turned in that showed that we did the work. He said, you're up there with the guys. You're doing the same thing they're doing. How can you play video games and do that? And then I explained to him, I said it and walk away. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, well, you probably need to stop doing that. that I mean, that's how it was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It wasn't, I'm going to write you up and, you know, doc your pet, you know, nothing negative about it at all. So he, Carl, and I'm not going to say his last name because I don't know if he's comfortable with yeah. us yeah. saying that. But the people that might listen to it that know where we work and who we work with, yeah. Carl was yeah. a big influence. Carl was almost mad at me because he offered me several positions to be promoted and I turned him down. Yes. Yes, I could still be working for Carl instead of working for the people I'm working for. I know, I know. But you know, the funny thing is, is I actually considered him one of my influences too. I had a great yeah. respect for him. And I think more than anything, I had a lot of respect for him because he believed in the work-life balance. He believed in... in, in had respect for people who had families and yes. you know he really he treated the company like a family he didn't treat everyone like a number he wanted he got to know everyone he would email people on their birthdays i'll be honest with you carl still emailed me for for years after i left the company and wished me a happy birthday nice 
you know? Yes, that's the kind of guy he is. Exactly, you know? Um, I I do remember some funny stories um, about him, of course. Um, some of them he probably doesn't want me to tell online. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's pretty modest. He really is. He really yeah. is. But, you know, the funny thing is he's turned down positions as well. Yes. And so he can't be necessarily upset at you when he did the same thing. Because right. he could have easily been CIO of the company. Oh, more than once. Yes, more than once. Yes. Yep. And he had the complete respect and trust of the CEO president. I mean, there was, you know, there was no doubt in anyone's mind. You know, we all thought for sure he was going to be the next CIO, but he turned it down. Did, sure did. It's funny, man. He and he takes care of his people. All of his people are getting promoted, promoted every year. They're getting a promotion. Right. So he is a senior director, which is as high as level he can go before he could start doing. I, I don't know how the hierarchy works when you become a CIO. Can you have vice presidents underneath you? I don't think you can. Unless you're an executive vice president. That's the. But then he'd have to jump over the CIO. No, the CIO could be an executive and he could be a VP under the CIO. Yeah. yeah, I think that they capped him out. Yeah, but the CIO, got, I think, got, is a VP though on, on the whole. But he's chain. got he's a senior director. Yeah, and he's got two or three people underneath him that are senior directors. Yep. And then they have two or three or four people under them that are director level, and they just keep getting promoted. Yes. And. They're doing their hierarchy in that part of our IT division the way it's supposed to be done. Now, the overlapping senior director reporting to a senior director, that's pushing it. They should have left them at senior director, director, senior manager, manager, and then so forth and so on. Right. In the plant world, you have superintendents. Yes. That are just above supervisors, but that's a whole other story. But in our department... I'm a lead. My supervisor reports to a senior director. I thought he was just a director. Senior director. Okay. April of this year, senior director. Okay. He reports to a senior director. And then he reports to the CIO. Yeah. So senior director reports to a senior director, but I think they're fixing to split our divisions up quite a bit. Okay. So, but that doesn't make any sense. And I thought several times of going to HR and saying, you need to look at it. The lady that I was talking to when I was going through that whole ordeal a few years ago was about to put her foot down and HR was going to take over and set the hierarchy straight. Yeah. You know, because anybody that's a manager, they shouldn't have more than six people underneath them. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of people who can do that. But yes, I know. But it doesn't have anything whether they can do it or not as far as human resources say, and you can look it up online. I know. Most companies will say, if you're a manager, you should only have six people reporting to you no matter how big your downline is. Exactly. If you have more than six people, it's time to split and promote somebody to another manager. So now you have two managers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They didn't. They didn't do that. Our senior director has like 40 people reporting to him. Well, 
And so the funny thing is, is I will tell you that there is situations in HR where they will give somebody a promotion based on their pay. So they want to give them a raise, but if the raise is above what that level pays, right. they have to give them yes. a new title. Yep. And that's essentially uh, that what it boils down to. Yeah. I see when they changed my title, my pay scale was way above the, the average of what they changed my title to. Yes. So that was making me nervous. And after about seven years, economy caught up with it. And I was at the top of my pay scale. And now I'm, I'm riding the line, you know, right. here I am 18 years later. Right, right. So, but I will say, okay, so let's get back to influencers. So, because, you know, I, okay. of course, we've talked about... I got on a rant, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, you were good, we're good. Um, so Carl was, of course, a really good influencer. I would say one of my other biggest influencers for me, and, and just because his even keel, it's not the same as Carl, but his kind of even kill demeanor, um, even though smart as hell, really disagreed with a lot of things, but he could really keep it even keel, was Jeremy. Yep, absolutely. You know, and so that was kind of one of my other really interesting ones. See, and Jeremy is an amazing guy, and the only, and I don't want to say it's the downfall or the downside to this, and I don't want to turn it into a negative because he has everything he wants. Yes. His family, his kids, his wife and everything, they've grown up in Louisiana, and he never wanted to leave that. If he would have left and come to the corporate office, he would probably be manager, maybe even a senior manager now. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. But he, he chose, I, I want to stay right here with my family. My kids are growing up. This is where they're going to grow up. We're staying here, period. Yeah, exactly. And that's awesome. Yes. And that's that's kind of the thing that I want to do. One of the reasons I turned down a couple of promotions was my kids were growing up and I was teaching T-ball and I was teaching soccer and I was coaching them, you know, and I was there every night to practice with them, you know, and that's what I wanted to do with my kids. Right. So right. I turned down the promotions, you know, our senior director right now, they offered me the job. I turned it down. They hired him. He's now our senior director. I know. So would that mean if I would have taken the job, I'd have been the senior director? No. No. The Just, guy that, yeah, yeah, I probably still would have been a manager or at least a senior manager at this point over the knock. Yeah. So. Right. Or just flat out fired either way. Either way, you know. But, <laughs> Whatever. I just got to throw a little humor in there, but. You know, that's that's always been, I would rather have wanted to hang out with my kids. No, I... And still to this day, I don't regret, you know, tripling right. my salary. I really don't, because right. I'm sure I could have. Yes. Okay, so let's move on from work. Right. Okay. So, um, and of course, you know, I threw you under the bus as one of my influencers. So let's talk about friends. All right. Okay, friend influencers. So I'm going to make a comment here. This is really interesting. You guys have all heard the story. But I got to give some kudos 
to Dave, um, you know, the uh, outside edge, because he's the one that influenced us to get started on the podcast. Yeah, there you go. Yep. That man, that man is on the, he is, he is the outside edge. He is a, the epitome of the outside edge. He is a motivator. This guy can talk the shirt off of anybody, talk money out of anybody's pocket whenever he, every single day. Right. He just has that charisma. He's one of those guys that when he walks in a room, he's everybody's best friend. So much to the point where everybody is like starving for his attention. <laughs> he's that brilliant of a guy. Right. Right. And, and, and yeah, he's the one that, that called me up and he said, Nick, you're an IT. You need to start producing my podcast. And I'm like, I have no idea. So I'm sorry. I took this story away from you. No, no, no. But, We've already told this story numerous times. So, I mean, yeah, but people, since we're talking about this, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know anything about this stuff. So I turned to a person that I knew if he didn't have all the answers, he would get them for me better than I would get them. Oh, whatever. That's, hey, that's the truth. So what did you do? Right. I came to you and I said, hey, Dave want me to produce podcasts. You know anything about it? What was your response? No, but, you know, my son takes I, the classes and I can always help you out. Going, he doesn't just take classes. Your son's going to college to do this for a living. Yes, he is. The boy's got skills beyond compare. When I, Jay's like, get over here. We're going to cook some steaks on the badass grill. Get over here and, you know, Jay will show you stuff and talk to you, talk you through it. And that's when Jay, and Jay looked at me and he's like, well, that doesn't sound like a bad idea. And the next thing we know, we're off and running. And Jay helped us get a little bit of knowledge that we needed. Yep. And then we built and expanded on that. And then, you know. Yeah. So, so that's pretty badass. So kudos to Dave. Yes. If you ever get an opportunity and you want to listen to some good water sports stuff, go see The Outside Edge. It's on any platform. He's on YouTube. His name's Dave Briscoe. So. I skied with him 30 years ago. Yeah, now he owes us for a plug, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay, so uh, let's see. Friends. Another really good one. Okay, this is a recent one. And this has been a, a really great positive influence. And she may not think it. Abigail. I was that was gonna be my next if you didn't say her name. Okay. Because okay. she is. She is an unbelievably amazing woman. Right. She absolutely is. I I can never say enough good things about how brilliant this woman is. Right. Her blog is the most interesting reading you'll ever do when you want to come to fun reading, you know, or online dating reading. You oh, know. No, she does some serious stuff, too. She does do some serious stuff, but the way she tells her stories in, in a blog is it keeps you on the, I mean, it's just you're, you don't want to finish. Okay, I'll, I'll fit, let me finish this, and then I'll, you know, go to the bathroom or yeah. I'll eat dinner. You know? yeah. You'd rather finish reading it before you'd even do the things that you absolutely have to do, you right. know? Exactly. That's how good of a writer she is. It's really awesome. And I've read her stuff multiple times just because it's interesting. It's a, it's incredibly interesting read. I can't write like that at all. Yeah, me either. I can't. I, I'm going to admit I can't write like she's brilliant. Yep. And she has some phenomenal ideas on how to 
promote the podcast, things that we should be doing, you know, some ideas, and they're all great, you know. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's we can't always do all of them as yeah, much well, as we would like, but yes, you know, she has great ideas. Yeah, she so, has great ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Shout out to Abigail from refreshingly50.com. Got her, awesome. gave her a plug there. So plug it. Yep. Ooh. Okay, so uh, friends, that you know, um, we've got a little, we're gonna have to wrap this segment up in nine minutes. So on the friends one. Okay. 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 So I- any more friends that you can think of day to day, you know, maybe someone that's 20 years ago. I know Joey. What about is Joey? Would you consider an influence? Absolutely. Because I wasn't working for SeaWorld at the time. I was a show director for another show and we had a rough year and they let me go. So I was headed back down to South Florida to work with another guy in another whole different world, not anything to do with skiing. And it wasn't illegal. So it was valet park. <laughs> it was a valet park and car business at some high end restaurants. Right. It's good money. Anyway. Okay. When I drove down, one of the guys that used to ski for me was living at Joey Allo's house. Okay. And the guy's like, come on down to Joey's house and just come, just knock on the door and come in. And whoever's there, just tell them who you are. And cause they're all know you coming. Right. So I pull up in the driveway, and the only person's there is Joey. And he opened the door. Now, at this point, Joey Allo holds world records in trick skiing. He is a world-class water skier getting paid professionally to go on tour. He was that good. He opened the door, and you'd have thought we were friends right off the bat. He said, hey, Nick, I heard you coming. Come on in. You want a beer? Sit down. You know, whatever. He says, we're all going out to some club to celebrate somebody's birthday that was on the ski team. He's like, where are you staying? I said, I just got into town. And it was 6, 7 o'clock that night. Right. He's like, go get in your truck, drive around the back of the house, park it, because it was my truck was full stuff. Go park it, change your clothes real quick. We'll throw some cologne on you so you smell good because you've been driving for six hours, and let's go to the bar. We jump in his brand-new vet, pull up. Now, I've never seen or been around world-class water skiers. Talking about people holding world's rec- world records. I was a show skier. Right. I was pro- I was getting paid for it, so I was a professional. But I'm talking about on the world stage. Yeah, exactly. These guys yeah. walk into the club, and they're all there. All of them. Right. I'm in heaven. This is like the brass ring. This These are the people that us we want to strive to be yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah exactly like you look at actors and actresses you know i was dumbfounded and stunned because i'm meeting these people one after another after another and there's 20 or 30 of them and all of them are just amazing water skiers and joey allo introduced me to all of them we went back to his house i went to SeaWorld the next day director came up pulled me in his office asked me how good of a skier was i told him I started working two days after I got there. Nice. All because of Joey. Good for you. So yeah. So he yeah, he really did. And I'm I rented a room out of his house. So I was there for five years with him. You know, so good for you. That's a whole nother podcast too, telling the stories of Joey's house. Oh. Okay. <laughs> we might not be able to put that on a regular podcast. It well, might have we'll to just be- have to flag it for really explicit, you know. <laughs> Really ex- 
thoughts and details. Yes. Not, not mom friendly. Anyway. <laughs> exactly. We can dumb it down, but it wouldn't be any fun. No, it wouldn't be any fun. Yeah. Those stories. Yeah. They're not the same if you have to, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. So Joey okay. Allo is still, him and I still talk. He's, a, he's the greatest guy ever. He's okay. Good for you. Yeah. 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 So that's a, that's a good one. Um, you know, I've had a couple of guys. Uh, so I have a friend. I don't talk to him much anymore. But a really good friend of mine, his name's Steve. He lives in Cincinnati. And, oh, wow. Uh, okay. It, he was a gamer buddy. Um, we used to do a lot of hardcore gaming together. And, you know, it was really funny because so I moved to Iowa, right? And right. I started supporting a facility in Cincinnati. And so we had, we were actually at that time, we were just gaming. We only knew each other through online games. And uh, I was like, dude, I'm going to be in Cincinnati. Do you want to grab some food and meat? And he did. And he brought his entire family. Nice. You know, I could have been freaking an axe, axe murderer or stalker. No, he brought his family. And we ended up having a dinner and we became great friends. We actually, they drove to Iowa for a week during the summer and stayed with us. We drove to their house for Thanksgiving one year while I was up north. Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. We turned out to be really great friends. Great influence on, you know, just everyday kind of this. It was, I, I don't know, being happy with what you have. Because, you know, he was, he had been at Kroger, grocery manager. Been there for 20 years, you right. know. And he was he was happy. I mean, granted, it sucks sometimes, like all jobs right. do. But you know, he, uh, him, and his wife were were happy. So you know, it was kind of they weren't overly rich. They didn't have a lot. They have a nice little house, normal cars, nothing extravagant, but just happy. That's all. That's that's the goal of life, right there. Right. You know. So. Um, you know, it was, you know, I I was a little more stubborn. I, of course, you know, was in my, uh, you know, work truck most of the time when I went to his house. But, yeah, every time I'd go to Cincinnati, we'd go grab dinner, and we'd go back to his place and play Xbox together. And, you know, and it, we'd just sit around. I'd sit there until 10 o'clock at night, 1030. We'd be playing Xbox. He had to nice. be at work the next morning, and I had to be at work the next morning. But, you nice. know, here's the one thing that was very interesting. You know, most people say, you, you know, you don't meet people on the Internet. You don't do this on the Internet, you know. And, and, and now if you think about it, it's ironic because that's the way we were five, ten years ago. But now you meet every girlfriend on the Internet because it's all online dating. Anyway, <laughs> so, but, you know, that was one of those interesting friendships. Because I will tell you, I actually met him in a game. In 2001 was the first time I played with him. Okay? Wow. So think about that. In 2007 was when I met him for dinner. So six years, we, we played wow. together. Yeah. So he was in Star Wars Galaxy 2. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, he was one of the guys. So, we, yeah, we, it, it was just really crazy. If that game was online right now, I would, I'd be playing it. Really? Yep. I'll play a dancer again? 
Uh, well, you know, I'm, <laughs> see, you're saying a dancer, but how about a? I was a combat medic too. I know, I know, but it's so funny. I had two disciplines: dancer, <laughs> combat medic. I know exactly. So he can either I heal you with medicine stuff, or dancers. heal you with dancing. Yeah, exactly. Get some nice boobs. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> time in my life i've had nice boobs okay yeah 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 so <laughs> okay so i want to give a couple of um uh influences but also kind of some interesting things for people to check out okay so there's a couple of uh if you bring up youtube folks come on you got you got you, you, you're gonna want to find some fun stuff nick's gonna know this first this one right off the bat um it's viva la dirt league Okay, and Viva, De, I sent Nick this video from Viva La Dirt League earlier today and about this guy repairing a, a laptop, and so it was funny. As, it, it was great. Okay, Viva La Dirt League. I find them great because they really, they do a lot of D&D and gaming where they portray what's happening in the game and maybe, you know, what what's, shouldn't be happening in the game or whatever and it, it is so funny because it was like this i i'm thinking of you when you were telling your story about galaxies one of their skits and they do a great do job on production right by the way but one of their skits they actually had this girl she goes up to a vendor she tries to buy something you don't have enough money she tries to buy something else you don't have enough money you buy something else you don't have enough money she's like fine then and she says she steps back 10 steps, and she said, need money, and then it's like 15, you know, it's actually, it was like three guys, and they like, like throwing money at her, you know, it's, so it's just like online gaming, <laughs> it really is, you know, right. they see a girl, they got to throw money at her, it's so, it was funny as hell, and then, yeah, uh, and then they had another one very similar, where they're sitting there playing with this girl, and then they were like, you know, hey, are you ever going to jump on your mic and start talking to us in online chat? And so the girl finally does, and it's a guy's voice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's the downside to all that. Exactly. But, I, you know, Viva La Dirt League, folks, it's really hilarious. You really love it. Okay. That's number one. Another one I really, really love. Um, my son introduced me to this one, and I've really like it because you know i've been into anime lately but uh, the whole j japanese customs and the japanese lifestyle and all that really intrigues me okay i, I just love the culture right well there's a, a show called abroad in japan oh okay get uh, yeah. to the point I, yeah yeah abroad in japan abroad in japan and it's not it's abroad all one word not a broad it's just abroad in japan and so, oh, abroad. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, not a girl, but, you know, abroad, yeah. like you're traveling and you're overseas. Yeah, exactly. Well, what he does is he lives there. And what he does is he takes these, you know, different trips to different locations. And he, sh and he basically shows you different parts of Japan that you wouldn't normally think about. And maybe right. places that you want to try out or go visit or go see. I mean, he goes to the volcano and they go inside the volcano. I mean, they nice. do all kinds of crazy stuff. And it's really cool, you know. 
He does world's worst food, you know, or Japan's worst food. I mean, he does all kinds of funny stuff. They go to a haunted house. You know, oh, wow. Stay the night. I mean, it, he does a lot of really crazy stuff. So really good one. Check it out. Really great one. What's it called again? Abroad in Japan. Abroad in Japan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's great. Um, if you like dancing, uh, I know there are a lot of, you can get on TikTok and see a, a TikTok and see a lot of dancing. But I remember eight years ago, I think it was my daughter introduced me this, what I thought at the time was a very phenomenal dancer. He's really great. His name's Fiction. Okay. F I K S H U N. And he's a really talented, he does a lot of crazy stuff with the way he dances and he does it to some really good music. So check it out sometimes, folks. Um, the Dude Perfect, and the reason I say Dude Perfect, um, have you ever watched Dude Perfect? Once. Okay. I think you sent me a link one to one of them. Yeah. Okay. The reason I like Dude Perfect is is they you know they really promote kids. Don't give up. You can make the shot. Don't give up. Keep playing. Keep doing it over, over, over. The more you do it, the better your chances are to do it. You hit it once, you may hit it again. You know, all their trick shots, they don't make them the first time. You only get to see when they do. You know, go watch the blooper shots. They don't make it every time, folks. So, <laughs> you know, and I think that's the key point. But, you know, they're, it's a great influence for kids. They're really funny. They do a really great show. And, and honestly, I, I think, you know, the motivation to, to keep plugging away, don't give up. You can make the shot. You can do it. You know, don't give up on life. You can do it. You know, keep plugging away at what you're trying to do. Achieve your goal. Because their right. goals is to make a certain shot. It may be impossible, but they don't give up. They keep going. Right. You know, and I like cool. that one. So, okay. Off the rocker. Um, AGT on YouTube. Okay, and it's called, it's America's Got Talent, but if you just look up AGT, okay, right. there's a great, um, you can basically look up Golden Buzzer. Okay. And what it, it'll do is it'll give you all the Golden Buzzer, um, essentially acts for that year. Right. Or they'll give you the top 10 Golden Buzzers of all time, you know, depending right. on what you're looking for. But, so, Nick, I'm going to have you look this up. Okay. You, you got YouTube up? I do. Actually, I'm watching fiction. Okay. What do you think? Oh, uh, he just, he's just getting started. Yeah, he's awesome. Dude, he's sick, isn't he? He's crazy. Yeah. So, well, yeah, and so he does one, I think it was the 2015 Hawaii version. I think it was the Hawaii version, where he actually does a Naruto-themed one. And so that was really appealing to the kids because kids love Naruto. Right. And, and Naruto is? Naruto is an anime, um, and it's a kid's anime, so it's actually, you know, safe for kids. But it's, a, it's karate, ninjas, that type of stuff. Okay. So but what he, am I looking up? Okay. Sorry. So, AGT. Okay. 84-year-old. 84-year-old singer. Man. Yes. Balancing act. No. 
So they have Singer. They have... Singer. They have... Okay. Yeah, he looks like Einstein. Yeah, what's, it, what's, it, what's his name? Jessel? Yes. Ray Jessel. Ray Jessel. Okay, folks. That is really great because you know what? It's funny. He writes his own song. He performs it on this, the show. And he's 84 years old. I got to give a lot of kudos to this guy because you know what? At 84, he's still trying to do what he loves. Yep. You know? You see, he's got a bunch of videos on YouTube. Right. But this video, that the song, literally the song is, is funny as hell. Okay, folks. It, but the song is basically him telling a story about him meeting the perfect girl, but she's got one problem. She's got a penis. <laughs> okay, that one threw me off. <laughs> wow. He he delivers it in such a way. I mean, and, and, the, and, and even the judges, the looks <laughs> on their faces are just completely, you know, I, I'm telling you, everybody should at least, yes. And he's not in. Inter- well, you can see Nick Cannon losing his mind in backstage. Exactly, exactly. It is hilarious, dude. Yeah. So no, that was one great song. Okay, it was really hilarious. And I remember the judges literally at the end of the song. They were like, you know, did this happen to you? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Not what I was expecting. Yeah, that's for sure. I know that exactly. But you know, that's the funny thing is, is he. Great comedy, 84 years old. You know, at 84, I I hope I'm still moving around and still making jokes and still being funny and have that much snap in your head to be able to do that. Yes. You know, instead of drooling into a bowl of soup or something. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. And so that was that was kind of one of my I would say it, it one of those funny influencers, you know, fiction. Don't give up on what you can do. You know, there, it's amazing what you can make your mind or your body do if you put your mind to it. Yes. And, and, you know, very much talented. The, the things he does and the dancing, it, it really was, you know, incredible. Every time I show the video to someone, they're like, how in the hell does he do that? And that's the point. But he puts practice and he puts talent and he, he does it, you know? See, all the success motivators that I listen to was due to my mother. Right. And she would say that. Don't don't sit here and, and play the pity poor me. You can do it. Right. You know, she was a little tougher and, you know, success motivators, but she was my mom. Yeah, exactly. And she was there. Right. And a single parent, because my biological father was never there. She got remarried. You know, he had his little toddies everywhere after work and stuff like that. I mean, but he coached me football. I mean, he was there, but he was absent. Yeah, I know what you meant. Yeah, 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 we're good. So only she was it. And there's just the three of us, me, Jerry, me, and Sean. Right. And all of us have great careers and successful and, you know, have drive, you know, have a drive in our heart to do better, strive better, and do those things all due to my mother. So kudos to my mom. Yeah. Now, I will tell you, my mom was great. Too, because in the same situation, 
she she struggled for a lot of years and and I didn't know this at the time because you know you can't you're a kid how do you know but you know my parents divorced at 10 and she did her best to keep us together and teach us right and you know we didn't always have everything we needed or everything we wanted right. we barely had what we needed sometimes but you know she gave us she taught us hope. She taught us right. She taught us right from wrong. I mean, you know, Nick makes comment all the time. I'm I'm fairly conservative, and some of that is is just my mom's way she she taught me. Yeah, but see, that's just it. She was struggling that whole time, and you guys never knew it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. She, she always made it positive we got it it's it's good i'm yeah. proud of you you're gonna do you know right. kept motivating the kids regardless right yeah she could have had a dollar 50 in her pocket and nothing on the dinner table struggling how to figure kids but you guys would have never known it right yeah 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 no she really did and you know there's i we knew we were struggling but i don't think we ever realized how much right you know because she she took care of that yeah she, she did her best. She really, really did. You know, and I I remember times when I was growing up, I, I wondered why she didn't get a job, you know, to help support us more. Right. But when I look back now, I look and I'm thankful she didn't because she made the effort to make sure we were taken care of. She right. was always there for us if we needed to be picked up from school, if we needed this, if we needed that. She was always there, you know. Took us to church, found a way, didn't matter, you know. And, and never wanted for nothing for herself. Oh, no. No. Yeah. No. So, you know, and so that's, that's, that's you know, you know, that's why you kind of, when she asks for something now, you just, yes, mom. Okay, mom. Yes. Whatever you need, yes, mom. Yep. You know, so. Um, you know, I probably don't go see her as much as I should. I agree with you. My mother's so busy. When I can see her, she's out in God knows what state playing golf. <laughs> you know, she just she just turned eighty, uh, and she travels all over the United States constantly playing golf wherever it's seventy five, you know, seventy two to seventy five degrees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But when it gets hot as hell here in Texas, she's up north somewhere playing golf. Yeah. Yeah. In the but, winter time, she's in Scottsdale, Arizona, or, you know, Florida right. playing golf. Right. Well, I used to see them more often. I, I probably don't see her as much now. I, I you know, it's, um, I guess. But you guys lived close for years, like close, close. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, close, close is an exaggeration. We lived next door to each other, a hundred feet away from each other for years and years. <laughs> so right. And see, that's awesome because they're only a hundred feet away. So, but you still, when you wanted your peace and quiet, you had a hundred feet to go, you know, away. Yeah, 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 yeah. We love our parents to death, but we don't always want them up our butt. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, and and that's true. You know, and so. But yeah, I did. I went and saw my my mom this my mom and my dad this weekend. So helped them around the house a little bit. You know, we're we're close enough. Like you said, it's like your mom. You know, you're close enough. You can. You don't always right. have to, 
make just text and you know whatever and my mom's of course the facebook ninja <laughs> so you know she, if you post anything on facebook before you refresh the page she's already got a like or a comment on it i'm just saying so nice. <laughs> she's the facebook ninja so facebook. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> Mom's awesome. Your mom is awesome. Yeah, she is. She is. Okay. Anything? Did we miss anyone? Oh, I'm sure we missed a lot of people. We did. But those are our top. Yeah. Those are our top. Well, and I think not. Sometimes it's talking about the new ones. You know, I, I Eddie's been a good influence on me lately. You know, it, I didn't talk about him. He's been a great influence. He's been a great friend. You know, um, Stephen has been a great friend. So, you know, and I think friends who are more are there for more than a season. I think they become influenced in any kind of situation. You you know, they're they're influenced. Um, you could even look at some of your past friends, and and they may have been negative situations, but they positively influenced you into the right direction. Yes. Now, if we would have had time on this podcast, I would have talked about the negative influences in my life that brought me away from all of it. You know what I'm saying? Right. I got in the middle of it, didn't know it at the time, realized that it was more of a negative influence on me than a positive, and I had enough positive in, in me and enough pride in myself to stand up and go, this isn't right. I need to change me. Right. But see that that's part of the, you know, your mom's influences and some of those other things that it's like, okay, you know, you deserve better. Yep. You know, you can do better. And so that's, we, we may do another episode, but I, you know, I think we, we focus on the positives because, you know, yeah, it was a negative situation, but, you wouldn't have gotten to this point in your life. You wouldn't have been self-aware. You wouldn't have learned so much about yourself if it hadn't have been for those situations. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, but uh, I, I don't have any other ones. You know, of course, we wanted to end with, you know, parents, moms, dads, whatever. You know, my mom was the bigger one for me. Nothing, not a knock against my dad, but my mom was bigger in. Oh, the same here. But, you know, my mother's always, always, always been there. Yeah, exactly. Oh, call it three o'clock in the morning. She's up, you know. Yeah. What's wrong? You know, I I might not get to you because you're in Florida. I'm in Texas, whatever, you know. But she was there. She'd listen. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's it. You know, and it's, folks, just think about yours. What are your influences? What are your, have you talked to them lately? Have you told them, you know? And, you know, I hope some of the people that I've talked about today will listen to this episode, you know, realize that they've been all an influence and important part of my life. So, yes. You know, but. Amen, brother. Amen. Yep. Um, of course, I'm going to say it first this time. I love you, brother. Love you too, man. And so um, I don't have anything else to share with the crowd except for you need to keep following and keep sharing. Um, you know, leave us a review. You right. know, if you leave us a re- review, maybe it'll spur other people to check us out because we've got a nice five-star rating. There you go. So, by the way, we do have a five-star rating on Apple Podcast. 
That's nice. I know, right? So we must yep. be doing something right. Amen. <laughs> Keep doing it. Exactly. Keep doing it. Five stars. Yeah, exactly. So go go give us some stars on Apple Podcast. There you go. So anyway, um, I'm good. I'm good. And uh, we know you're good too, folks. So reach out to us if you want to. Peace out.